Audio morning brief for the U.S. stock market. I'm Rich Pison for Critical Point. It is February 20th, 8.13 a.m. Eastern Time. Okay, um, the modeling shows that the stock market should rally into next week, but the model uh, did something I think is kind of exciting and interesting. It's saying even though it's a minor rule violation, the market can top Thursday, Friday for level three. And, uh, and it's willing to accept that minor rule, rule violation and still say it can top them and that it's fine with it. And the reason is the model is warning we're losing demand as the higher it goes. Now, maybe something will snap and the demand side will say, we should have been buying much more all along. What are we doing here? And there are new, there is news articles out there over the weekend, Goldman, or at least I learned of Goldman, they probably said it last week, they're targeting 5,200 now. I don't know if that's a year-end target, and that doesn't bother me because the market could go much above it and then come back down to 5,200 by the end of the year. If it's just entry-year, I'm fine with that. 5,200's on my target. It's been there before Goldman spoke up. There's others that have been using 5,200 now. We're all kind of evolving to that level. But I still think there's a chance for 5,400 this year. Ed Yardini came out and not only stuck with his 5,400 at the close of this year and 6,000 close of next year, but he's now added 2026 saying he thinks it could be 6,500. I'm fine with that. That all fits within this decade bull market. And I do think by the end of 2025, we'll have a record high, but I think there's going to be problems early 2025 and maybe even starting later this year. And we'll get rolling on this and show you some videos um, over the weekend. Did a lot of fascinating research of uh, what was going on all the way back to 1990 and make sure the model is on top of the definition of some of these long-term business cycles. And I found it was, but I also learned some interesting statistics about it. And it is going to change my forecast in terms of how long this specific bull market will last. And I'll explain more of that in videos now. Uh, so let's get back to the, just a very short term here. If it tops out Thursday, Friday, but it is allowed to top out next week, the latest, when it tops out, a level two, level one ideally will top out as well. This can mean one of the more sizable setbacks in March. And later in the week, I'll explain, well, I'll go ahead and say it could be down 2% down to 11%. Don't see anything more. doesn't make any more sense. And it doesn't even make sense for 11%. I think it's going to be more like 2 to 5 And inside of that, even less than that. So here's what we want to watch out for the upside to find this top. The model saying continues some of these stair-stepping targets that we had up to 5,200. So it's saying the next one is 5070 to 5090s for the S&P 500 cash. That fits in a larger range of 5070s to 5130s. And then we got the 5100, which I view as another round number, but this market moves so fast and it can move 100 points and nothing. So I don't know as the every 100 scaling really means anything anymore. But um, that's the upside. Now, the problem with this idea that the market is running out of demand on the way up and the sellers just haven't shown up, they've been on the back burner, <laughs> which is allowing a few buyers to continue to move the market higher. You know, at some point, I would think they'd be brave and say, let's just take a shot at that. So I'm not saying it's going to 5070. I'd love to see it, but I'm a little concerned 
that are stair-stepping target into the 50-30s, 50-40s, the current record high may all be strong resistance. It may not go above it or it only goes up a little above it, making us think it's ready to run for 50-70 and higher, and then it just fades on us and the next thing you know, it's all over, okay? Now, um, but that's what I'm showing you for potential upside. And if it does go to a new record high, we do have to give those upside targets a chance, but I'm also telling myself, Keep looking for reasons why it might just stall, and next thing you know, it's down on us, okay? Now, uh, so it doesn't really have to take out this record high, and it might just coast. Now, interest rates may cause a problem for because I'm not so sure we have enough news. The news is still showing strong economy, going to get even better. It's showing the, the, the information in the last uh, five days here has been fantastic of just more and more profits coming in the next year or two, more and more business, okay? These stocks are worth more. At the same time, you could argue, though, we're kind of hitting a status quo level that it's pretty much, it's, it's, it's kind of like more bullish, but it's kind of like fitting in the same old story. So I'm a little concerned what might cause this and there's seasonal traders who believe you get a sizable down move late February and then a little more down move in March and then it bottoms and then it goes up. And it's looking more like to me the market can actually stay up for most of February here or all of it. And then we get the drop in March. And I think it's going to be rather limited. So what about the, so we'd have these seasonal traders are going to jump on board anytime. We have technical traders and seasonal traders have been wrong lately. And yet, I'm not convinced they're going to give up. They're, they're looking for a top. The fundamental traders are respecting that, acknowledging that. And some of those believe we've just run too fast, even though they're long-term bulls, okay? So everybody would like to buy a dip is how I think the, if we could pull everybody, absolutely everybody in the marketplace, they'd like to buy a dip. They don't like the idea of just keep buying higher and higher and higher. They want a dip. So I think they're actually going to make it self-fulfilling prophecy. It might take the tiniest little bearish news, and they're going to hit the market, okay? So I'm also thinking we might have an interest rate problem because I think interest rates are going higher in March. They may even speed higher in March and then come down after the Fed Reserve on March 20th. But I think inside of that, we're actually due for interest rates to back off this week, maybe into next week. That might help our last little bit of rally, okay? But I don't think interest rates are gonna back off much, okay? Now, um, so that's the interest rates that can make an input into this, but what are we gonna get for other news that might drive it down? And I'm just not seeing it, but I've got a feeling, regardless if it's serious news, uh, more of a surprise shock, or if it's just a little bit of news, people just make a, a deal out of it and sell, but I think they're going to be shocked that if they sell hard and heavy and fast, the market really won't come down much because some the, the long-term bulls are going to step in there and saying, "Ah, I'm not, you know, I'm going to buy it. I, I don't care if it's only a small pullback. I'm going to buy it." So I think it's rather limited. So let's talk about downside potential. If the market starts working lower this week, and I'm hopeful it doesn't work lower to next week, but if it works lower, we gotta watch out that as it's taking out daily lows, that can increase the odds of going back to last week's low. And I don't have that price in front of me here uh, because of, uh, we've got some internet problems here, I'll explain in a moment. Uh, but uh, when it takes it out, if it takes it out, I think you have to consider 4867, but more likely low 4800s to even a little below 4800, that, that that's a possibility, 
Not saying it has to go that low, but I think there's enough evidence it can. But I think that's going to be the lowest. I think that's it. And I'm getting this feeling like this level one sell signal ought to, you know, it's the most important during a year. It's the most important during a bull market. You know, normally I'd say, you know, just have a rule of thumb, always sell something. But I'm kind of feeling like I'm just going to dabble with this personally. I got a feeling this market sells off a bit. And by April, it's record high. And I think it's going to be record high going to summer. And I wouldn't even be surprised it's 5,400 by summer. Okay? It doesn't even wait to the end of the year for 5,400. It could be that strong, that bullish. But it ought to set back some. All right? And I think that's all I'm looking for for downside. And I think that's going to play out during into March. And we could be down all the way into March 20th for the Federal Reserve event. But I think it's going to be more complicated than that. It's going to be down, up, down. And the late down might take it lower than the early down, meaning the lowest price is late in the month of March. Might have something to do with the Fed. But it could also be higher. We could get the worst out of the way in early March. Now, if by chance this market is higher in early March, and that is allowed when you look at level twos and how normally level ones would work, that is allowed. This sell signal at the end of the month here is the earliest. But it's coming up as the ideal because we stretch things so far. The level one is stretched out to the latest allowed as of this month. If it's higher in March, we need to revise a different pattern. And I think that pattern is probably going to say it's even more bullish. So in theory, even if they're going to knock it down hard late March, it's probably coming back quickly. It might be rip-roaring. So I feel like this is one of those level ones that's in the sweet spot of the bull market when it might be okay to just ignore it, just write it out. But at the same time, it is one of the more important sell signals. We have stretched the rubber band a bit here. I fully understand if you want to sell it. And I may force myself to sell a little something, and I am going to raise a little bit of cash and salt it away for future years to just spend and have a fun time with. But that's all I'm doing. It doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with analysis or what I think of the future. I'm just kind of playing it safe, okay? Uh, and it just has to do with my age. Whereas 20 or 30 years ago, I'd say, I don't give a damn. I ain't salting any money away. It's all in the stock market. If I lose it all, I lose it all. I don't care. All right? But now, the older I get, I change my attitude a little bit. All right? So, um, yes, you do want to consider this type of sell signal occurs two to three times a year. It can mean big, big downside, even in a bull market, but it's not adding up to that. It's just, just not adding up to it. So I think the lowest is about 4,800. I know Wall Street is targeting, and they're not targeting, they're just saying if it goes down to 4,800, that's a place to look that it's going to be a floor price and buy the dip. But Wall Street's also considering 4,600. And I do think they're thinking that's probably the lowest, most of them, not all of them, okay? Uh, so watch these things and consider probably later this year it's going to 5,200, it's going to 5,400, but we are due for setback this month, and yes, we can get some bad news. This is important enough that some shocking bad news might show up, but I'm thinking it's not really going to do that. It's like a little bit of profiting, a little bit of resetting, a little bit of calming down, catch our breath, and then this thing's going higher in August, May. 
And I think once we get the Federal Reserve out of the way, you'll see interest rates coming down in April, May, and it'll be the next Federal Reserve is April, uh, the end of April and the 1st of May. So we'll get the results May 1 for the next Federal Reserve. So they at least got 30 days to back off interest rates if they want. Uh, and again, as always, we got to take everything one step at a time. All right, the reason for... Um, some of this discussion here, even long-term, when this ought to be just a brief update here, uh, our internet and cell phones were down most of the night here. We finally just got the cell phones back, the backup internet, and it's not just us, it's all the cell phone companies, so it's a big blackout in this area. But uh, uh, even emergency backups aren't working for us. And now that I got cell, I might be able to attach the phone to all the office computers or whatever. But um, so uh, this was supposed to be a video update. And if I can, I'll make a video update today anyways. But I don't know if there's anything significant to talk about. And a lot of that stuff on the long-term side can wait for the Thursday weekly update. But there is some interesting things I want to talk about of how we're going to handle this throughout this year. Okay, and how this fits in the bull market for this decade. All right, uh, did some fascinating research, and I got some updates uh, to make here off of that. All right, um, well, let's see what we get today. I'm hopeful by tomorrow we'll see a level four upswing. I don't know what to make of it today. The level four can be up or down, and that's your interweek to intraday swings. But I think the level three ought to give us a bit more upside. And for this service, I'm going to try to start having a greater discipline to include these patterns on the NASDAQ 100 at least, possibly composite, and on the Dow Jones, and also give you some targets on that. I realize this service has evolved to just S&P 500, but I'm looking at those three major indexes and then some of the other smaller indexes and sector indexes. But I find really all the information I need just works off the S&P 500. But NASDAQ sometimes gives some interesting clues uh, when we might be a little off by a few days to a week or two on some of this timing because NASDAQ can be set up to use the same types of patterns but do it two weeks later, uh, two weeks early, one week, stuff like that. Dow Jones is a little flaky. It does, some of these patterns aren't working as good as they used to and it's just such a narrow index and people like to use the Dow Jones to hedge the S&P 500 so it gets hammered sometimes when there's no reason to hammer the Dow Jones itself. It's being hammered because they're trying to combine it in some kind of performance with other indexes. Uh, other news by the way is a lot of people upset with all the money pouring into these ETFs and the passive investing and they're trying to figure out the games of all of this, and they always get nervous. Someday all these ETFs are going to ruin the stock market, and so far it's just been a bunch of nonsense. But it is interesting. You can see uh, more than ever there's a huge portion of the population in this country that's just buying the stock market through these ETFs, and they're just sitting on it. And it really bugs some people. I don't know why, but it just bugs them. <laughs> okay, and uh, But boy, that can create some alternative trading strategies that might impact the market. And uh, I think it's nonsense, but those are some things to consider on our modern market here. All right, um, let's give the bulls a chance this week and maybe into next, but be looking over your shoulder. I am concerned we've already seen the highest price going into this top, and the real top's gonna be a little bit lower price. And I'm also wondering, what if they just start selling a few days before we can calculate it? Uh, how are we going to handle that? 
My thoughts are, if for some reason it drops too fast, too soon, misses it, I'm probably going to say I'm not selling anything to anybody, okay? I'm going to set on this thing, and I'm going to ride it to heaven or hell. Past results are not necessarily indicative. Future results have a great day, and uh, I'll probably will do a video if we can just get up and running. If not, that's okay. Uh, we'll get rolling tomorrow. And you'll want to see the weekly update, uh, at least on some of this stuff that I'm doing on this long-term stuff. I even have uh, the slope of how fast this bull run is. And ask myself, can I slow it down to be more normal? The slope or angle is not so steep. And uh, But what, where, will we, where could we be by summer? And the fascinating thing is I can get a more normal slope and still come up at 5,400 by July or August. I like that. I'll explain more of that later. Thank you.